You're listening to the Horrified Chicken Podcast. Warning, spoilers, and explicit language. Hey, what's going on, guys? This week, we have a movie that uh, we took almost a complete family trip to go see. Minus one. Minus one, but then an addition of two with my cousin and uh, his girlfriend, MC. Yes. So kind of made up for it. Um, yeah, so we went to see, if you didn't read the title of this episode, what did we go see? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark from Now. It's out now. It's still in theaters. Oh my God, we saw it in theaters. We did. So um, so we went and we saw it with them and I brought the recorder. So we actually captured a little bit of uh, kind of our initial thoughts on the film. I think it's like, I don't even know, five or eight minutes long or something like that. Um, it's not really our initial thoughts of the film. It's like our companion's initial thoughts. Yeah, we were trying to get the thoughts of both uh, Mike, MC, and our kids uh, they didn't really fill in too much. But anyways, so we're going to play that first. It's in the parking lot. It is in the parking lot. So the, the audio quality actually isn't that bad, except for there's there was a little bit of a breeze. I didn't have a pop filter on, so occasionally you hear some But, but that's to make it scarier. That is that is to keep it, uh, to make it uh, scarier. So, yeah, so. Uh, but um, yeah, here, we'll, here it is? No, we're no. going to, I have to uh, wait for a second here to oh, load some up. But I'm it'll at, be here in a minute. No, it's, it'll be here in about, you know, 20 seconds or 20 so. 20 seconds, you can hear it. And it's going to be so worth the 20 second wait. <laughs> no, well, I didn't edit the file here. So um, we're going to play it right now. Park. Wait, let me try that again. So we just saw Scary Stories in the Dark with Mike and MC and Ethan and Summer came with us too and Sean's here and Nicole's here. And we're just going to get a quick reaction before we let them go home. So Mike, what did you think? Well, so hold on. Is it Scary Stories or to Scary Stories in, in the, the dark? dark? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Did I say it wrong? I was trying to be very quick. <laughs> yeah. Unscripted. Uh, well, let me, before we get first reactions, did everybody read this book? Because yes. I didn't even... Oh, they're books? There's three of them, I believe. All right. Because I didn't even know that yeah. until Nicole's like, oh, we have the book. And it's like, I'm picturing like someone with a pipe in their mouth on the front cover. It's That's like the, a clown yeah. face thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So did you guys read it? Yeah. When we were younger, I read it. Uh, right around after I started like reading Goosebumps when I was little. And it was way darker than Goosebumps was because it was just pretty messed up. The stories were pretty messed up. So You're creepy. So our... Was it like this where the movie, or is it just the stories themselves? So you just read the stories and they you made a movie out of this? Yeah, they're just short of stories. Okay. Yeah, like this was a good homage to it because they put like a whole background story to it, but then also incorporated the stories into a bigger storyline. So it, they made it work in one way, shape, or form. So those stories were in the book? Correct. Yes. All the, of them? The, the stories that happened to the people were in the book. All of those were really famous, like the most famous stories from those from the first book. So Harold especially was like one of the big characters. Um, the the red spot was one of those big characters. Um, our big stories with the spiders. Um, it was yeah, it was it was great. I think they paid a great homage to to the book itself. I think it was really cool. It was really fun. Um, you know, and Gilmo del Toro did a fantastic job with all the effects. I mean, oh, that's who did this. Yeah. yeah. 
right. He I produced it. I don't pay attention. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. That's Labyrinth. the only thing I know yeah. him from. Pan's Labyrinth, The Devil's Backbone, Kronos. Nope, never seen any yeah, one of those. Those are all we Del Toro saw films. Shape of Water. The Shape of Water yeah. is also on his. Yeah, that was good. The creatures were fantastic. It was I I I thought it was a fun a fun movie, um, not very scary and pretty predictable, but just a great a great fun ride. What about UMC? I thought it was great. It was really suspenseful. I jumped several times, so yeah, can't ask so for much Nic- more. So did Nicole. <laughs> I enjoy jumping at movies. Me too. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So we have two of our kids here. We have Summer and Ethan. You guys read the stories as well, or no? Yeah, I used to read them a lot as a kid. And did you like the movie? No. No? I I think it was fun to go and see a movie in my family, but it could have been executed better. Okay. Because I don't <laughs> I don't feel it was faithful enough to the stories. Like it felt kind of cheesy. Like they were taking things people would recognize and then, you know, it wasn't really fleshed out. If that's well, what I mean. In the sense of like if you read and I like say like the Harry Potter books and then you see the movies and you're like, well that doesn't explain everything, like that kind of thing, where they left parts out because it's a movie and they had to, or is that what you mean? I just don't think the stories like the monsters were were nicely designed but they didn't fit with the, the story, like just the whole main storyline didn't work with the original material. Like it would have worked better as an anthology film. Okay. What about you, Summer? I liked it. Oh, Did you read all of them? I, I know I read at least one. I don't know if I read all of them. But I know all the stories that were in the movie. All right. Are the monsters what you guys all pictured they would look like when you read the books? Is that how you pictured the monsters? Oh, yeah. Harold well, they, was exactly how Harold, they Harold was exactly how they put him in the book because they drew most of like these like out. Pole in the middle. Yeah. 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 Um, most of the monsters, like, they would just put one picture, and that would usually be the monster. So I know, I read it, I watched an interview with, with Del Toro, and he was like, I, that was his main goal, was to make sure that these characters were as realistic as possible to the to the stories that were told, so. So what you're saying is you think Ethan's full of it? No, not at no, all. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I, think the, I think he's right in regards to the story itself. I mean... I think they were they they took the easiest route possible um, in terms of trying to create a story around a bunch of stories themselves, you know, and the whole thing about like them saying like oh the stories are reading us instead of we're reading the stories like that was a really cheesy line. But in the end of things, like I was there just to see the monsters and see the creatures and see these stories come to life and like the rest of it kind of just it didn't need to be there. But it just um, I thought the kids that acted in the movie were great. I thought they were really funny. Um, and I thought the storyline itself being set in like the 60s, late 60s, early 70s, when all hell was breaking loose, kind of made a little bit more sense. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, I enjoyed it. Well, yeah, but you got to think about it. Like when you say it's a cheesy storyline, I mean, the book was originally made for kids. So I feel like right. you had to have a cheesy storyline in there because it can only be so adult because it wasn't made for adults. But all of the people who read it grew up into adults. So we're all going to want to go see it. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, don't I don't disagree with you. I just think. Like I said, I, I liked it. I liked it better than the Goosebumps movie when that came out. Yes. Um, Agreed. You know, and again, it's it's something that was part of my childhood, so this is cool to see this come to life, and I would, I mean, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Everybody on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, be there I'm actually kind of hoping that Del Toro does, like, um, maybe, like, a commentary on it so that I can kind of just get more. 
I just I love him as as a director and a, a creature designer. He's incredible. So, um, you know, I thought it was I thought it was fun. All right. Well, there's our first reactions now. Nicole and I are home, and uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I was just cutting that because that was the end, and it was pretty, pretty darn windy. So windy. It was. It was annoying to listen. Did to that, that make you all scared? Did it set a, a tone, like a scary tone? <gasps> Wind. It, Except for it sort of messes with your ears. It annoys me. Yeah. yeah. And I and then I'm mad at myself because I forgot the the dead cat windscreen, and I'm. It would have taken. That we off. apologize. Um, it's all Sean's fault though, mm-hmm. because he was like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that." I forgot. And then we get in the car, and I'm like. Where's your recorder? And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. And we had to like pull back in the driveway and we were already running late. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. You, it's all on you. You forgot your little dead cat. But otherwise, it sounds it's good. It's not really a dead cat. It just looks like it's a dead cat. It's called a dead cat. Um, well, it lo- and it looks like a dead cat, yeah. too. But it does help for the sound, the wind. So bad shame on me. I apologize. Next time, I'll try not to do it. You're grounded. Anyways, so, um, it's funny because I thought like I I forgot all about this movie until you mentioned it. And then when you showed me the trailer again, I was like, OK, I, I did remember seeing the trailer. But like I, I didn't like I said in here, like I didn't know it was the book mm-hmm. that we had. I, I knew that once we talked about it, I was like, oh, crap, I do remember the kids had it's that book. the book that we had that um, I've seen around the house a gazillion times. And then mm-hmm. when we got home. The children were trying to find it and no one could find it. Yeah, right. It like hit itself. That's how it always goes with anything. Yep. Right. Um, and then I thought, I was kind of hoping and I thought that you had read it because I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to be the only one who's like coming into this, not knowing anything about the story. So it'll be like two different, but actually now you're with me on that as well. So I never read it. We don't have like our own personal thoughts of the story going through our heads. Yeah. So I was just like to. going in as a. You know, this was all new stories to right, us. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know them. So I thought that it was just going to be like an anthology type movie. Like I didn't know. It sort was... of like trick or treat. Yeah. 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 That, they could have done it that way. Yeah. It would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, I do kind of agree. Like, I mean, the story was all right. It was, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like, man, I kind of wish one of us had read the stories just to see because Ethan talks about it where he had to be like the teenager to be disagreeable. Oh, of course, of course. And while that was going on, that's why I was kind of like, oh, you're done. Because I thought, I'm like, is he just trying to be disagreeable? But then as we drove home, he started talking about the stories, right? And the Harold stories in particular. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and I think what he was trying to say was like, there was more like Harold, I guess, in the story, according to Ethan, had... Um, really tormented the family would like be on the roof and jump right up it was like two like brothers that. or something that owned a farm and yeah or they were on the farm the two brothers something whatever something but and there was more so ethan yeah. was looking at it like i used to be like that with like the harry potter movies right because uh-huh. i would read the books and then i'd be like well you know and you guys would all question me well like well, what is it what happened with this technically that's yeah. not how it went but to me, so, I thought it was cool. Right. So I think for anybody listening to this that actually read the stories, they probably could understand what he's trying to get at now. Again, I was just like, okay, little shit's just trying to be disagreeable with the dad. <laughs> Teenager forward, hates kid. He hates everything. <clears throat> yeah. Except with, for the witch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so And the thing. So the... Uh, the story it said back in I think was it sixty eight or sixty nine right. something like that right Vietnam's going on yeah and uh, 
that season of the witch song is playing in the beginning, which plays good into the story, right? Sure. Because it's all supposedly that you know that the girl who's writing this book is, uh, you know, was a witch or whatever, right? Oh yes, like the family. I guess something like her, that. Yeah, we find so there was out. something wrong with her, and they the family was ashamed of her, so they hid her away. And so the story goes, she would uh, the neighborhood kids would come and ask her. Her name was Sarah. Sarah, tell me a story, and then she would tell them scary stories, and then they died. But yeah. then we find out that's not what really happened. Right. It was actually like the because her family is like kind of what's. Um, was like the uh, employer of the town, right? Right, or like a like paper the, mill or like the, something. Yeah, they say like the town wouldn't have been anything without this family and what they did or whatever. And then they all vanished. Yeah. And we find out it's because they're in the stories. They get taken by the story, basically. Right. So there's a there's the book at the house, right? So the story kind of starts, we, we see some kids. We and meet we, our cast of uh, characters. Right. We have Stella, the bully. Well, we have the bully yeah, first off. Yeah, Tommy. He's joined. He's going to uh, now. To Vietnam. He looks like he looked familiar to me. He looked very familiar, and he looks like and... a familiar person who's played an asshole before. He has an assholey face. You know he does. Yeah, like uh, you I think didn't. So too? Uh, yeah. Like I was just like he just looks like an asshole. Like even if he's the nicest guy, he looks like an asshole. Yeah, and he probably is a nice guy. He's like a real sweetheart of a well, guy, right? Whatever, but he plays that part well. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't notice him for anything else, but he just has that look. He, yeah, he like that, like. Dick look. Yeah. And for some reason, I, I feel like a uh, time period fitting too. Yes. You know what I mean? I would agree with but that. But he's like the local like jock. He, they obviously, they're graduated and he's going to Vietnam and he's like really psyched about it. We yeah. kind of meet him that way. And then we have, <clears throat> excuse me, we have um, like a group of kids, right? There's um, Stella. Yep, Augie. Which I'd say is probably like the, leader the main of the character pack. of this. Yeah. She's the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. All right, go ahead. And I'm uh, ready. so then we have Chuck, who yeah. is kind of like the, like you said earlier, the, the comic, comic relief. relief. And then Augie. So it's like And then it. they meet. Yeah. <laughs> right, isn't it? Kind of. And they meet, but they're older. They meet Ramon. Yeah, so when Ramon. When they're trying to get away from um, the bully Tommy. Yeah, well, Ramon, we see earlier too, passing through town, and the cop, the, like the kinda local harasses cop, kind of tell him to get lost, you know, and uh, keep moving. Yeah, we find out that that Ramon is just like a dodge, uh, a draft, a draft dodger. dodger. Yeah. So he's passing through. He's just driving away from the draft. Right. So it's Halloween, right? Halloween starts out Halloween. Yeah. And they're getting all ready to go out. That's kind of funny too. Like the like Chuck has a sister, Ruth. Mm-hmm. Right. The older sister, and uh, she kind of gives him shit because he's got tricks and treating. Yeah. And he, didn't he want to be Spider Man? And the mom made him like a, a spider, spider costume yeah. or something. And he also did that thing where you put poop in a bag, but he got his own poop and he fished it out oh with my a God, that was... um, goldfish thing. Ew. So can I just tell you? You totally no, did that. No. I, I, I've said some sh- fucking fucked up stories on this yeah. podcast, but I've never. Fished, fished out, out my own, own shit. That's great, because I don't think that I could look you in the face anymore. I'd be like, you played with your poop. You're gross. I didn't. I never fished out my poop with a net. I just used my hand. <laughs> oh, disgusting. No, I watched it, and I was like, 
That's disgusting. And then he put it in a paper bag but and he set so it on funny. the counter. Oh my God, I know. I was like, oh my God, the germs. Yeah. Yeah. That was gross. It was gross. Um, So yeah, and then he's meeting up. What was he meeting up with? There's his buddy Augie, right? Right. And how would you even characterize him? He's kind of like the straighter laced of him, I guess, maybe. Yeah, he's kind of like... um. <sighs> like he's into the finer things in life, <laughs> like um, clowns that aren't clowns or French clowns. Oh yes, that's right. I forget what the what it, what it's called, but yeah. yeah, they keep saying clown. He's like, no, it's a French something or other, and well, people are probably yelling at us right now. But yeah, it's a blah blah blah, you fucking morons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was funny. So they're all going out, and really the plan is um, that uh, what's his name. Chuck, Chuck is gonna mess. He wants with revenge. Yeah, with Tommy, because Tommy, Tommy's done a whole bunch of horrendous things. Well, him. it seems as though Tommy steals his candy every year or something, right? Yeah. Because he's because they so he's got his like pillowcase full of whatever. Yeah. And then he hears the car come. So he's like, he, All right. he's put something in in the pillowcase. Right, something not nice. Plus, well, he what, has a bag of shit. Yeah. What did he put in the pillowcase? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was just more shit. Yeah, he just like had a bunch of dumps. Yeah, he's like, "Ma, don't don't flush the toilet. I'm gonna take a shower." Yeah, and then they, he throws like a flaming dump into the car. Yeah, because he they well they steal the bags. Yeah, and they're digging through them, and all of a sudden the brakes lock up, and they're like, "It's fuck." I don't remember what he says, but it's it's let's just say shit. It was Maybe something terrible. And they so then they they're gonna back up, and that's when he throws the lit bag of shit. And his sister Ruth is in the car. Yeah, then I don't know if he knew that, did he? I don't no, think he did. No, I don't think he did that. So did. this turns into a whole thing Cat where you're not pre-planning, thing. right? Right. And I remember doing stupid shit like that when I was that age where you were like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then you go, fuck. Now like, they're chasing now me. Now what do I do? Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I did that with a corn cob one time. Lit? No. No, I was told to do it. It wasn't my fault. Oh, you're one of those, right? Mm-hmm. So innocent. Well, my sister and like these kids we hung out with because our parents were friends and they were all older and uh, they would throw corn cobs underneath the cars that would come by. And so they were like, you have to do it. And we would stand in the driveway like the cars would see us doing it. It was really a shitty thing to do. I don't know why our parents let us do this, but they weren't paying attention. Clearly, they were probably drinking or something or playing games. 80s parents. Yeah. So we're throwing corn, they're throwing corn cobs underneath the car. And then they're like, Nikki, you have to do it. So I threw the corn cob and I hit the window of the car. Yeah, Nicole doesn't have the best aim. <laughs> and he stopped <laughs> and we ran. I ran in the house, of course. And my sister hid and everyone else hid and. My friend and I ran in the house, and the guy came up to the house. He was going to beat my ass. That's what he said. <laughs> and uh, my parents told him to fuck off, and then I got in trouble. Rick told him to fuck off. They huh? told him, you know, to get out of here. And That's awesome. Because they were. He was going to. He was going to beat me up. I would. Oh, I wish Rick would have threw down. It wasn't Rick. It was my mom. Told him to fuck off. Good for her. Yeah. She didn't say fuck off though. She said like get out of here, get out of my house or yeah. something like Rick that. was probably working or sleeping. Yeah, and then I got in trouble, but I barely got in trouble. Like it I should have gotten more trouble. You know, I I I think I may have told the story, so I won't I'll just do cliff notes, but I, a similar thing where I was in a tree 
throwing water balloons on cars as they drove by. You told me this story for <clears throat> sure. Yeah, I don't know if I told on the podcast. And then so um, a neighbor girl came out. And she was like, no, no, no. And we were about to throw drop water balloons because we were in the tree in the summer. So it's full of, full, you know, leaves. You can't see. You can just hear the cars. And so by the sound of the cars, that's when we would drop the water balloon. We kind of timed it so it would land like on the hood of the car mm-hmm. and um, or close to it. Well, this neighbor girl just happened to come out yelling, no, 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 don't do it. And it was a cop car. So we're like, oh. shit, we should probably move this little operation somewhere where we can see where cars are coming. So we moved it into the driveway um, between the garage door and my mom's front of her car so we could kind of hide. Mm-hmm. So then we'd hear cars. And before we threw it, we could like kind of look up a little bit to see if it was cop. And it wasn't. It was. Why a, would we throw stuff at cars? Because we're fucking stupid. Assholes. Could you imagine if someone threw something at your car? I would be, I would be fuming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember actually something like that happened later on. I was a little bit older with my stepbrother, and my brother. Some uh, older teenagers threw snowball uh-huh. at my stepbrother Jimmy's car, and yeah, it got fucking ugly. Uh, it's just that thing. Like you're just so dumb when you're younger. Yeah. But anyway, so I hit. The, we hit this van. And it stopped. And we did the same thing, ran in my garage. Ended up being the kids down the street's father. They were divorced. He was coming to pay up the kids. So he knew my mom. Yeah. He came in the house and we were like, what the fuck? And then he left and basically he was like, you know, I don't want them doing this to somebody and really reacting. Like, Yeah. So my mom, you know what my mom said? What? Sean, knock it off. Oh, yeah. 80s parents. That's it. Sean, knock it off. Don't do that. You yeah. don't know what if it's gonna be a cop car to go. Oh, actually, I do. We almost did that. <laughs> so, yeah, you do you do stupid shit like that when you're when you're a kid. Man, I feel like I have to clear my throat all the time. <clears throat> of course you do. But uh, yeah, so that goes awry, and they start chasing these kids. Right, they they're running all over, hopping fences, and sliding under cars. Not really. And they but, end up at the drive-in. That's where they meet Ramon. Yeah. So how convenient is that? That they just. Like, do you think Ramon's really skipping and going to drive it? Well, maybe, I guess. What I else is he going to do? He's on the run. He's car, yeah. He's a fugitive. A fugitive from the draft. Dun, dun, dun. I'd also think they'd be like, that's kind of weird to do. Well, no, that would be now. Like, who's this guy by himself at the fucking drive-in? drive-in? You either take kids or you go there to have sex as a you don't young have adult. sex in a drive-in? And could you see people doing that at our drive-in? I mean, everyone's running all over the place. People have, like, whole living rooms in the back of their truck. I'm just going to say, I used to go there in high school a lot. And have sex? Well, maybe things you happen. You had sex at a drive-in because you know, like, the but, people okay. on both sides of you can see you. Okay. I, I, Do I'm you not, know that? I don't know. Like, well, I was younger. I didn't care, but... You, you don't part, care, like, if people watch you have sex? I'm not saying... Well, they couldn't because I... And what I'm going to say is, like, you at some point, you have to go... And like wipe the inside of the window with the all condensation and fogged up in there. Did you really do that? Are you lying? <laughs> we used to go all the time. I never went with you. We never no, did it was, that. It was oh, icy. you had another. Wait, I thought I was your only one. <laughs> you lied to me. I. Your only one? What? Only love in in that I'm the only one that you would do that at a drive-in with. It Except was, for I would never do that. It was cold, and so you would roll the windows up, and then you're breathing, and you right. get all steamed up. That's disgusting. You're gross. Sidetracked here. Um, yeah, so they meet Ramon. Yeah, I love it. They just jump in the car. And yeah. I think because, obviously, because it's Stella, jumps in the front seat, and, and he kind of looks, and he's Even like, oh, hey. she's got oh, big hey. warts all over her face for her costume. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I was like, wait, I don't remember Worth, but that's right, yeah, yeah, for her costume. And the other dudes jump in the back seat. Right. And uh I think Chuck has some smart assy shit to say. And then Tommy finds them, it becomes a whole thing, and they, they leave in the car. Yes, yeah, so and now they this go, is, Do you want to see a haunted house? Okay, so this is where things I kinda go, Yeah, that that's the part of the story I don't really like. Right. Tommy leaves because he gets shagged away by the usher or whatever you want to call him at the The driving the guy, yeah. And so, yeah, they say, hey, it's Halloween. You want to go see a haunted house? Sure. Don't have a problem with that. Sean, are you going to be okay? No one knows. He's burping. I turned my head. I'm professional about this. Ugh. Anyways, so they, that, that part's fine. They go to this haunted house and they tell Ramon this whole story about what you said in the beginning. Yeah, about the Sarah lady. Right. Sarah Bellows, is that it? I yeah, th- Bellows. I think so, yeah. yeah. So as they go in this house, they, they do the usual horror film type of thing where they split up, right? Mm-hmm. And look for clues? They're, yeah, they're just looking for anything, I think, right? And Ramon's off with um, Stella. With Stella. Which is like Daphne and Fred. Yeah. And then you have... Shaggy and Scooby, Shaggy and Scooby. go upstairs, yeah. 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 Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I believe it's Chuck. He actually sees some fucking shit in He's there. hiding in a closet because he wants to scare Augie. But then, and he, then sees... he sees some old lady with a big dog. That was cool. That was really it cool and really, really creepy. It was in a red room, too. It turned into it like all red room. Right. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I liked how that looked. Yeah, it was cool. And it was, it was creepy because the, the old lady is like, like could sense he was there and was gonna she send the dog. Something. She yeah. said something. I don't remember. Too. We saw it a week or so ago. Yeah, it was so long ago. So much has happened from from then to now. Yeah. But uh It was lifetimes ago. And and nobody ends up believing him anyways. Right. But, but then um Ramon and Stella find Sarah Bella's secret uh dungeon. basically like her dungeon room where they hit her mm-hmm. and she finds the book. Right. And I don't think we know that she takes the book till later. But when they're down there, um, like Chuck wants to get the fuck out of there. And then they're like, hey, we're down here. Check this out. So they all go down there. Augie yeah. and Chuck come down. And then the door shuts. Because why? Tommy's there with Ruth. Yeah. That part I was kind of like, really? And he locks him in. Yeah. Like, how do you And he know? locks Ruth in too because she's like, that's my brother. Cut it out. So he's like, screw you, girl. Yeah. What a jerk. That's right. And then you know who lets him out? Sarah. Mm-hmm. Right, I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody else there. Because you know, if she hadn't let them out, they would have starved down there and died. They probably would have had to eat one of them. They probably would have done that. Yes, it would yeah. have been like that movie Alive. Yeah, because yeah. nobody—it's an abandoned house. Nobody would have went down there. Would you eat a human like that, like in that movie Alive? I don't really want to talk about this, Ethan, because I'm saying Ethan because this is what my son does to me all the time, and I don't like playing the what if game. So I'm not going to entertain it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We won't do that. Yeah, so they do get out. <laughs> and I think we find out after. I'm not really sure, but Stella took the fucking book, right? Yeah. She takes the story book. And she's reading it. <clears throat> and now... It starts writing It stories. starts writing. And, it and starts, the first writing story it does is for Tommy. Right. Yeah. Uh, Harold. Harold's story, right. Harold's story, who ends up being the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind of wrote a note on the back of my sheet that we couldn't read, but I remember I had, uh, maybe I should save it, but oh, fuck, I already started talking about it. This was probably the story that's creeped me out the most. Yeah. 
was was the Harold story. Yeah, it was creepy. It was. So the, so basically Tommy comes home and it it sounds like home ain't really that great either cuz she starts his mom starts yelling at him and he fret the I don't know Take get eggs, get eggs or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he's got to go back and he has uh, to cut through the cornfield to get there and he gets he's like cutting through the cornfield but he he doesn't know his way now. Cuz Harold keeps moving. It's what it seems like. Yeah. yeah. And uh, next thing you know, Harold isn't there anymore. No. And now Harold's behind and him. And Harold is a scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's also mention, too, that earlier in the movie, Tommy beats the fuck out of the scarecrow. And he says, I hate you, Harold. Right. Yeah. So Harold's like, just give me a fucking chance, you little piece now of shit. Now it's your turn. So basically, he gets Tommy and he turns Tommy into a scarecrow. Okay, so that's what was scary about it was... Because you know me, like, I wake up, I'm choking, we eat dinner, I'm choking. So, like, when he, they show him with that straw coming out of uh, his, and yeah. he's choking, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, And he's trying to pull it out, and he <clears throat> rips it off, and then more comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that, I didn't fucking like that. And yeah. he turns into a herald, basically, just with his, uh, like, high school jacket on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's gone, missing, right? Yeah. And, and uh, they suspect Ramon of because course. Tommy, um, he vandalized his car. That's right. When he left, he beat the shit out of the car, smashed it all up and everything, mm-hmm. right? So then it's just basically we go through like- The different people- Different stories that being were written. involved that are all getting a story. And if their story finishes off, then they vanish. So Augie's next, right? Augie- Gets the toe one with the stew. Where is my toe? Right. And I think that's when Stella starts to realize, oh shit, right? Yeah, Augie's next. Tommy's gone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a good one. He's eating the stoop and there's toes and eyeballs in it. Yeah. It's gross. And yeah, he's just like sucking it down. And it was kind of weird too. Like they were saying, like, don't, they talked through like a walkie talkie, right? Yes. And don't eat it. Do you think he thought they were just like, being assholes well well yeah because i mean it's not that's not what normally happens because didn't his parents call yeah his parents were out of town and he said something about the soup or whatever yeah and they were like what soup yeah but he's like well i'm eating it yeah so. and so the zombie lady comes to look for her toe which is in the soup and uh he puts the toe in his mouth and he's like this is tough and he spits it out in her toe and then he runs and hides under his bed yeah, so now that I'm thinking about it, I think this might be <laughs> this might be the creepiest one because uh, who hasn't had that thought of something under your bed, right? And so he hides under the bed, though, right? He he knows something's coming. He hides under the fucking bed, and he's waiting. And you, as an audience, you're waiting for something like a foot or something yes, to show up underneath it the bed. Happen. No, that's not what happens. Something grabs him and drags him like under the bed. She's already under the bed. Oh, Fuck. And then he's just gone. And then we have Ruth. And Ruth is the one that, like, you know, spiders in the face. Right. Because and that, that big pimple you get, you always wonder when you get a big pimple, is this the one that's going to have spiders fly out of it? And I think, too, like, these stories are all related to something they're afraid of. And this makes perfect sense. Like, she's definitely that kind of, like, vain, yeah. you know, person. Yeah. Uh, that you would see in high school that's all you know concerned about their that looks. That was so gross when just that one little spider leg was sticking It wasn't out of gross. It. it was fucking awful. And then it wiggles. Now I just like change it again. Like she thinks it's like a hair and she like touches it and then it like kind mm. of is like I 
I'm a spider leg. See, now I'm changing it. That's the worst one. Yeah, and then they just burst out, and it's like hundreds of spiders. That reminded me. There was a movie that that we didn't watch for this, I don't think, but we watched it where the dude's got, and he's like in the mirror. No, it's a girl, and she gets a big zit, and it's spiders. Is it it spiders? Yeah, it was like a... It was a witch, voodoo witch board type thing or something, or something like right? that. Yeah, um, something like that. I wonder if it's that from the eighties. I wonder 90s. if that was inspired by these. You know what I mean? I don't know. So then that story, and then Ramon's story is okay, back next. Up, back what? up, back up. I'm going through the stories. I liked I, them. I like. I know that, but you're. I like your enthusiasm, but you're going too fast, too quickly. Is that good? I <laughs> said no, man. Um, <laughs> No, because oh. <laughs> um, because the the first one with Tommy and Augie, they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. Dead. They save Ruth. As far, yeah, but yeah, so Ruth is saved in this. But she's in this not. Story. She's like in the nut house. Right, but she's. Oh, not then gone. the next story isn't Ramon. It's um. Well, they go to the hospital. Yeah, they go to the hospital because they're kind of putting they're 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 trying to investigate like Sarah what Bellows. happened with Sarah and what was the whole story. They tried story. to burn the book too; it didn't work. Yeah, no, and Chuck is work. like, "I'm having these dreams about a red room," and he's having these dreams, and then and he's scared because he's, he's scared, scared because he has these, and they're realizing these are these are right things that like you've been afraid of. Yes, these stories coming true. So, um, Chuck is next. Yeah, they're at the hospital doing There's some like research. There's like this thing. Like, what was that thing? I don't know. I don't know. He had said something about he has this dream in this red room, and there's like a girl or something there that tells him to get out. I don't know. That or it, run or like, I don't get know. get out. This place is evil or some shit like that. Right. And it's been a week, so. Yeah. Um, and the thing was like a weird, it looked like a it looked naked like- but no, like detail naked, lady Muppet. It it looked like an exaggerated looking Asian. It looked so happy. Stay puffed, puppet. Yeah, it was neat. I liked the monsters in this movie. The monsters, yeah, I think the effects in the movie were great. Yeah, they were great. And the, and and the fact that she had that like smile to her, kind yeah, of, like she's like I'm so. Happy it's too. almost like those dudes in Buffy, right? Oh, in the gentleman. So you got episode. the gentleman, Stay Puft, uh, like a sumo Asian. She's not Asian, a Stay because she's not like giant. No, size. but I'm just saying all mixed into one. Yeah, and so she, um, she like hugs him, but absorbs him. She yeah, and then she kind of rubs her belly like, mm, and that it's was gone. good, and then he's just gone. But the scary thing was like every time he tried, like he'd see her coming down the hall far yeah. away, so he'd turn to run, and, and then and she'd be in the he'd next go another hall. hall. But every time he would turn around and go another hall, she'd be closer, right, and then closer, right. Oh, and so at the same time, um, Ramon and Stella are investigating, and they find out the truth is that. Uh, Sarah Bellows didn't kill the children. Her family did with mercury poisoning from the paper mill, right? Yeah. Or yeah, some, there's like or some, something like It's not that. a record. It's like some old recording that they find yeah. on some 
toilet paper roll shit or something, right? <laughs> it's like wax. Yeah, it just happened to know what it is and how to play it. But uh, and they listen, and it's the brother because I think he was a lawyer or something, and it's the brother interviewing her. And he's a doctor. And okay, a doctor, and he is basically just keeps making her hounding take the her blame. and hounding her and hounding her, and then finally you just hear like there's like a, I think a silence for a second, and then she just boom it like snaps and she starts like admitting like all this but not admitting it like she did it saying, saying what they want to well, no, hear and then she starts saying the story of chuck the red room mm. and then it happens and they're looking for him and they don't find him yeah so then uh ramon and stella get arrested because they snuck into this hospital and then we get another story the jingle man or jingly man or... i thought it was jingly man i don't know but it was actually jingly there was some, Django yeah man? there was some other fucking name and then i think he i think ramon says this is the story we told her on the campfire right of the jingly man or something yeah and um the police officer gets uh gets killed yeah 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 well this one was really cool how it was done too right so he hears a noise right from like the fireplace. A jingle. A jangle. And then the a dog. Jingly, jingly. The dog is like talking to the fireplace. The, yeah, the dog has that sixth sense, right? But it's like kind of like talking to the fireplace. It was like, hmm? I thought he was. Well, I thought he started barking after. No, he just started making moany talk sounds. Oh. And what? then Ethan explained that in this story, the dog talks to this thing. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Unneeded. Unneeded? No, it was. I'm a dog. What are you? And I'm a jingly man. Watch what I can do. And then the dog's like, "Nope, I'm leaving." Did it? Did it kill the, do- the no, dog? No, the dog left. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. I don't remember. Because that's the one thing we're always like, especially you. You're like, "Oh no, not the dog. Not the dog. Not Fuck the cat. Fuck the humans in there. Yeah. Helpless and locked up in a cage. Whatever. So, um, it comes down in pieces. That it starts as awesome. a head. Yeah, and, and, then the, and just the, and all the, the pieces, and then the torso comes out last, and it's like plop. Well, it's funny too. Like the police officer, like shoots the thing, the head. Yeah, it does nothing. No, I mean at that point, I see a head come down, and it starts fucking moving. I'm not I'm even running. bothering. Just I'm throwing not the even keys, saving the kids. I'm not either. I'm throwing them the keys and running. Good yeah. luck, and I'm out of there. Yeah, because the thing doesn't want me. No, I know it's after one of those. It caged, wants Ramon, caged children. And he, and actually, too, at, the, at a certain point before this happens, that the 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 officer is reading the book, the story as it's happening. Remember, right, and he right. questions them. Yeah. And then Ramon's like begging him to let him out, like he's it's coming. You know, you gotta let us out. We're all gonna fucking die. And yeah. And the jingly guy just breaks his neck. The cop's neck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it like reassembles itself. Yeah. Pieces start wiggling together. That was cool. Yeah. And he's like backwards. Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting fella. So they escape. And then she's like, I got to put the book back. Maybe that'll save it. But she tried to put the book back. Well, Ramon also told her, you You need to tell her the truth. Right. Yeah. So that's like the key. You know, the truth will always set you free. And it does in this case. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little... uh, Silly. It's a little little questionable at first, though, because she goes back and her story is haunted house. Yes. So she goes back in time. And yeah. they, they are saying she's Sarah. And they lock her in the room yeah. with the Sarah. And Sarah's going to kill her. And then she's like, I'm going to tell you a story. You know? Yeah, she gets all fucking tough. Yeah. Fuck that. I would be in the corner pissing myself. You would be my dead thumb, then. for my mom. Sucking, Probably. What would you be sucking? My thumb. Your thumb. You, you were a thumb sucker? 
I'm just saying that's what I was doing. What Why do you would think you I said? try to suck your thumb if you weren't a, a thumb sucker? Okay, it's I'd be like in the corner thing. trying to suck my dick because I'm going to die. How about that? That's what I'd be doing. No. I'd be like, Sarah, hold on a second. I'm almost there. Yeah, oh, that's stupid. Well, you questioned me sucking my thumb was well, stupid. Well, because I didn't know if you like suddenly were trying to no, tell me I'm you just saying I'd be a baby thumb. in the corner. That was a, that was my way of saying I'd be a little bitch in the corner. Okay. Well, I sucked my thumb, so I thought you were trying to be like, I also sucked my thumb. I sucked my thumb when I was a kid until I was like 12. No. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Well, I did. <laughs> and my teeth are fine. No. And it was comforting. At 12? Yeah. I oh finally stopped because I started doing sleepovers and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Holy shit. Whatever. Whatever. We all have our things, right? I guess I'm so. proud of it. Okay. It's made me the person I am today. All right. But uh, yeah, so she tells the story to Sarah. She says, like, I know you didn't do it, right? She's saying all this shit. Yeah, I'll tell the truth if you let me go and let my friends go. Yeah, I'll tell your story, I yeah. think is what she says, something so, like that. Yeah, she does. She lets her go. And she lets R- Ramon go too. And he ends up going to Vietnam and he probably got killed there. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, dude. You dodged it for a while. You just dodged dying by this thing. And now you're going to go die over there. Why are you going to Vietnam? Why did they make him do that? I don't know. She's like, I'll write you. Big deal. Don't help me when I'm being dead. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. uh, Excuse me. I didn't like that. And then they're going to go off her and Ruth are going to go try to figure out how to get their friends back. But it sounds like they're setting it up for a sequel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was so it was Stella and her dad are driving, I think, in a truck or something or right. a car or whatever. And, then and they, Ruth is there, well, too. Well, yeah. yeah, that was the funny thing, though. Like, she kind of turns and there's Ruth. So it's like, all right, we know she's alive, but yeah. I guess she's out of the nut house. Yeah. And it's her brother. Yeah, who's missing. Yeah, so they're like, we're, we have to find where they are. We know that, that they're somewhere. Yeah, so where like, are they? So, like, you, who knows? They're in the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, they're Will. they're obviously setting it up for at least another movie, right? So, then I can't remember. Did Mike say there's more than one book? Mm-hmm. So they're obviously Three. probably going to go into and they're all short stories. So there's tons of stories they could pick from. Yeah, so we're probably going to see at least one, probably two more. This is probably be a trilogy, I bet. Yeah. So yeah, that was the movie. Yeah. So like you said, I thought that the effects in the movie were great. I thought the stories were cool. They were creepy. Can't compare them to the book, but I liked them. Yeah. I, I thought they uh, definitely- I thought for a PG-13 movie, it was pretty dang Yeah, good. that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. if it was rated R, yeah, it's, they were still kind of creepy. Like, put it this way, I had planned to run outside in the morning the next day. I didn't. What a wimp. I didn't. You are thus such a silly. I, I am a little. I am a wimp. But what are you going to do? I mean- what did you think was going to happen? The jingly man was going to come? <laughs> or Harold? What did you do? You're running and Harold's walking down I the d- You know what it is? I started thinking. He think- just waved to you and he's like, hi, neighbor. Yeah, I just started thinking. I'm going to go in the field and scare the crows. I started thinking that shit and then whatever. But it, it's funny. So I have a scary story. To tell in the dark? Yeah, right now to tell on the podcast. Oh, no. He's turned it up. What is that? So remember last week, I'm in the kitchen doing dishes right uh-huh i've got some music playing like now, this music like this music exactly and i'm doing dishes i'm just standing there washing pots and pans yeah 
and I hear something. Uh-huh. Like, like you and I like to kind of scare each other sometimes, just come up, or I like to do it to you, right? Yeah, so what happened you deserve then? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, like, I know this song. I've heard this song a million times. I know what's in this song. So here I am rinsing my sink, and I hear, Sean, in my ear. Hmm. And I turn around to be like, you know, not that I'm going to hit you for real, but like that. To hit me? No, but to kind of like give that little sense of like, oh, what are you doing? But you're not fucking there. Ah. Scared the fucking shit out of me, right? I came down and told you about it. Did you piddle in your pants? Did you make lemonade? (laughs) No, we talked about this last episode, but it was, it scared the fucking shit out of me. Like it legitimately got, I'll turn my sink and music down. It legitimately got my heart raced. Like I'm not really a believer of spooky shit like that. Like you've had some shit happen to you. Mm. We've talked about it on the podcast. Where you should, like, I don't really buy into it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like if this was a song I'd never heard before, I know there's no one in that song going, Sean. There could be. And it was just like that. It was like, because I had earbuds. Like, Who would be saying your name in your ear? Like who would do, no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> well, clearly not you, because it wasn't you either. <laughs> well, if I was dead, I would come back and talk to you, but I'm not. I'm just saying that this is probably my first and only experience ever really feeling like, wait a minute like yeah. what the fuck just happened like yeah i'm sure it could be explained away somehow like i legit heard my name yeah in my ear yeah and i instantly turned around to be like what the fuck nicole <laughs> and you were not there and it was because i told a ghost to go to oh my god you. it was awful it was fucking awful yeah i hated it I absolutely hate it well i mean come on we've been here for five years it's the first time it's happened It'll be another five years before it happens again. Oh, that's encouraging to know. Or it'll never happen again. Yeah. Because it's probably just something you can explain away, but you can't because, you know, that's why it's a mystery. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, uh, that's I, that. that's, that's scary stories to tell in the dark. I think it was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. And you could take your kids. <laughs> well, you're like 13 year olds. And yeah. above. Yeah. My daughter's 13. Yeah. Our youngest did not want to go. He's like, I don't like horror movies. I don't want to go. So yeah, he didn't like, All go. right. He was getting all mad. Like, I he don't want to go. Really like, we we're going to force him to yeah. go. We're like, okay, dude, relax. You don't have to go. Just thought we'd ask. Yeah. Sean. Sean, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I would say go see the movie. I thought yeah. it was good. And, uh, you know, if you've read the book before, you know. Don't be an asshole. Don't judge it too hard. Just watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, just and watch have fun the movie. Try to look at it as like a different source of entertainment. I mean, they, if they weren't going to do an anthology, they had to put the story together. They had to put them together somehow. Sure. So they had to have some overarching story. Yeah. Was it the greatest? No. But was it the worst? Mm, no. No. Abattoir. Mm. Right. So brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do we got? Uh, this is the time of the uh, episode. Uh, where you kind of share with us, you know. So our next movie, folks, is a also a new movie. We're like the new movie podcast lately. And uh, we're watching the Banana Splits Oh, movie. that's right. I totally forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. 
can't wait to watch it, and I can't wait to talk about it. That that movie has got a hook on it that you will not get out of your head, and when you do get out of your head, then your wife will start singing it. What's the what's the hook? I'm not singing it. Na na na. Is that it? Da, na na na. Something like that. So yes, it's based on the 1960s TV show, uh, the Banana Splits. And it's a movie, a horror. It movie. is a movie, and uh, it's kind of expensive right now, but. You know, sometimes you gotta spend money to have fun, right? That's right. You can, I think you can buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it'll be for rent by the time this comes out. Yeah. So, um, anyways, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Got anything else you wanna say about this movie? Sean. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to suggest a movie, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Horrified Chicken Podcast, or send us an email at horrifiedchickenpodcast at gmail.com.